Coronavirus, silent, unseen predator, stalking unwashed hands. John Sheehan with one of his own haikus. Thanks for being here on Stay Safe, Stay Sane. I'm Mark Quinn, trying to help keep some sense of perspective as we chat with people about our shared experiences through lockdown. John Sheehan is the last surviving member of the original, much-loved Dubliners group, and he continues to keep their legacy alive. Since the group played its last gig together in December 2012 on Jules Holland's Hootenanny, John has been busy, as he says himself, to stop the mind from rusting. He's been playing with all sorts of other artists, writing poetry and composing, but he never goes looking for a tune. There's no pressure. They just emerge. At the age of 80, John has just released his debut solo album, Flirting Fiddles, which has 16 lovely tracks, ranging in style from classical, swing and traditional. John speaks with the comfort and ease of someone who's lived a long and fulfilled life. So what about this current period of social distancing and self-isolation? Self-isolation, I think, sounds like a self-imposed prison sentence. Whereas cocooning is a nice, a nicer word, it's a softer word, and it has connotations of two or three birds being cosy in a little nest. And uh, it feels a bit like that for me. But as a musician over the years, with the touring pattern of the Dubliners, you know, where we'd be away for two or three weeks, we'd, we'd have an equal amount of time at home. And in a sense, that was a form of cocooning, as they call it now, because um you three, three, maybe three or four weeks at home in between some of the tours, and uh, you had time just to reflect and wander about the house, do a bit of gardening, no particular, no particular routine, up at the crack of noon, <laughs> up at the crack of noon every day, <laughs> and uh, uh, pottering around, a bit of daydream, a bit of composing, a bit of writing, and uh, that's exactly what I'm doing now. So it's 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 nothing too strange for for. Me and Mary. It's f- familiar to you then, yeah. Obviously, yeah. I, I was thinking when I, I was thinking of the term lockdown. I was thinking, well, the Dubliners were probably in many a lock-in in over the years. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yes, yeah. There was I could I could tell you one story about that. There was a lock-in in a pub in London after a show, and uh, it was still it was in the summertime. It was still kind of brightish when we were when we were um, going in after the gig. And uh, we were there all night. We came. We eventually got out about five or six in the morning when the dawn was breaking. And Barney looked up to the sky and he said, "Jesus, lads, isn't isn't there a great stretch in the evening?" <laughs> <laughs> As if no time had passed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Do you know the other thing I was thinking of, John, as well, is that I think when this is all over, lots of men will emerge looking like the Dubliners with the lack of shaving. <laughs> well, that that's right, indeed. Yeah, the poor old barbers and hairdressers are are out of business. It, it doesn't bother me too much. I, I was often called Starve the Barber myself, right. or, or Starve the Barbers. Yeah. <laughs> or, or people would say to me, "Are you going to get an estimate before he does it?" <laughs> 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 I like it. So, yeah. so being cocooned then is 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 part of your life then to some degree, or has well, been well, over the years. It yeah, has been from time to time, but um, this time it's a little bit different because, uh, uh, well, in the old days I, I'd be here in my own part of the day. Mary used to run a, a, a crash at the time, so she'd be in and out. I'd be in the back door and she'd be at the front door. But 
Um, this time we're spending a lot of time together and we're both enjoying it quite quite a lot because we're, we're learning how to communicate on a very basic level again and just have conversations about different things, you know. I've heard that but from a lot we, of people, yeah. Yeah, and there's time to reflect, I think, and 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 just uh, have a look at the kind of lifestyles we've been living, you know, in, in, in recent years. Everything is kind of hustle bustle from morning to night. I think... Yeah, I think I think that the most important thing we can give to people is their time when it comes to helping other people and making phone calls. And, and uh, we're all in this dilemma together and everybody is suffering the same, the same fate. And uh, I find we're inclined to ring up old friends. We haven't spoken to maybe for a couple of years, you know, and, and just reestablish that communication again. Yeah, just just uh, reflecting on on. The kind of lives we've been living and what, what we might do in the future to change things and, and uh, be more mindful of other people's needs, you know. Do you find solace or anything like that in a belief in God or religion or anything? Well, I can imagine a lot of people questioning what kind of a God do we have to, uh, at the risk of sounding like Stephen Fry on, on the end of the Late Late Show at that time when he berated God for all the diseases and everything in the world. I can imagine what he'd be like talking about the coronavirus mm. now. But uh, I can imagine people questioning what kind of a God is this, what kind of a loving God is this, this heavenly father allowing this kind of thing to happen. But uh, Do you feel like that? I can feel an element of that, okay, yeah. I was watching a part of the mass uh, transmission there on RTE this morning from uh, a church in Fermanagh, and uh, yeah, the priest was more or less giving the opinion that this was God teaching us a lesson on how to, uh, to, to review our lives and be kinder to each other and that kind of thing. There's a lesson to be learned from this, but I'm not sure if I'd agree with that too strongly. Presumably, you're following all the procedures that have been advised. We've been advised to follow, but are sure. you are you concerned? Yeah, I mean, it's a totally unknown disease. We don't have any yardsticks to go by, or, or any measurements, or any any um, evidence as to how long it's going to last, or where it's how it's going to end. It's spreading at such an alarming rate across the across the world. Um, at one stage there, I, I, I was thinking in terms of uh, it being possibly the end of the the end of the the world as as we know it, you know, mm. um, without without any bombs or any any noisy warfare, just the silent, unseen element is creeping around the globe, you know, just killing thousands and thousands of people. Um, actually, I, I wrote, uh, you know, I write a bit of poetry. I do. I know that. Yeah. Uh, and your son, Sam, is into it, too. I heard him there the other day on one of your one of your podcasts. That's right. Yeah. Um, this is a, a haiku. I wrote a couple of haikus, the short Japanese uh, style uh, poem with 17 syllables. OK. Have you got one for us? Yeah, I have. I have a couple. This, this, this first one is Coronavirus. Silent, unseen predator, stalking unwashed hands. And here's another one I wrote for the grandchildren. 
COVID cocooning. Love us by staying away. Save hugs for later. little granddaughter uh, Kriya she's five now and she had started uh, fiddle lessons a few months ago but uh, when the virus came along her teacher came up with this uh, way of, of continuing on, on the lessons through the internet so on a one-to-one basis you know so they, they agree on a time and have Skype or Zoom ready and the teacher's there in front of her on the screen and giving her instructions and she's playing her little pieces back and there's corrections and adjustments and so on. And um, it's a very virtual uh, fiddle lesson, you know. Mm, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's fabulous, you know, it really is. Yeah, it's great. And I suppose we, sh- we, shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't talk without mentioning the, 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 the many, many people who are going to suffer through all of this, having lost their jobs and, uh, the, as I say, the uncertainty. Oh, absolutely. Like it just, yeah. It's overwhelming, really, isn't it? We have something like 700,000 people unemployed now from, from uh, well, the beginning of the year. We had almost full employment, I think, a few percentage points below full employment. And suddenly this catastrophe has descended on us. And, and uh, it's it's unbelievable, really. It, it, it feels... I was saying to somebody the other day, if, if, if a novelist had written a story based on everything that's happened in the last few months and sent it into a publisher... They'd say, "Are you crazy? Nobody is going to nobody is going to identify with this kind of a, a wild story, you know." Mm-hmm. And here it is, here it is happening under our eyes, you know. Indeed, yeah. It's, it's uh, something totally unique. Um, I think people are comparing it as as the the worst disaster since the uh, the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it is a, a war in a, in a sense. It's an invasion, isn't it? Exactly, it's an invasion. Silent, silent, unseen, but but having these terrible, disastrous effects. Exactly. And tell me this, John. Do you do you play? I mean, is is the last thing you want to do when you go go home to to isolate or cocoon is, is play music, or do you play every day? And I play nearly every day. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's an amazing thing about being a, a musician. Uh, I often remark that to other guys in, in the business, you know, after, after a concert, you go into the dressing room and you're raring to keep going and you, you, you continue on, you continue on in the, in the dressing room with a session. And uh, I was often contrasting that with uh, the life of a, um, a salesman or a tradesman. Can you imagine a carpenter coming home with his tools and after his dinner? He takes out the tools and starts making tables and chairs. <laughs> well, it's a good comparison, though. Yeah, it's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's interesting, isn't or it? I was, I was saying that to an American folk singer. He thought it was hilarious. I was talk, talking about a, a typical bowler hat, pinstripe suited uh, gent in, in London coming into his office and hanging up his hat and his coat. And he's saying, woohoo, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah exactly 
Um, and uh, so obviously you're the last surviving member of the Dubliners and uh, mm-hmm. I think in 2012 when Barney passed away that was effectively the end of the road for the for the group that's right yeah. yeah yeah and is it just good fortune or what do you put down your longevity to yeah I I don't know there, there's no I, I don't think there's any particular formula or secret or any anything that you can point out to somebody to to do to live longer um I I uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I generally just go with the flow, and I'm like a backseat driver in 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 a sense. You know, I, I don't uh, worry myself too much about what's coming down the line. Just take it day by day. And uh, this is not great advice for keep fit people, but uh, I don't normally do any walking unless I need need to get somewhere. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a means to an end, is that it? <laughs> yeah, you only yeah. walk if you want to get to another destination. <laughs> so a, a, a calm, relaxed uh, demeanor is 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 probably your secret if you have one. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, but but uh, getting back to the music, I, I, the, the music as well has been a profession, as a hobby as well, and and I just love playing and picking up the fiddle and doodling on it and and sometimes you know the doodle can develop into a nice phrase and the phrase can develop into a new tune you know so there's there's always uh there's not always an element of picking up the instrument and wondering what tune might be hidden in there from any any one particular day you know and do you write them down and, or record uh, them or what do you do uh sometimes i i i just i just of, of late i use my, my iphone just to record on on the on the voicemail uh icon on the phone and uh listen back to it and maybe expand on it or if sometimes i use it as an instrument for composing a harmony for a tune that i've already written i'll uh, record the the tune on the iphone then play it back and try out harmony notes and arrangements with it you know so a very simple way of, of doing things using modern technology. music would you listen to uh, i've heard the universal universal taste in music uh i like i like jazz uh stephen grappelli would have been one of my heroes oh, amazing. Up. yeah it's great great player. yeah and had the good fortune to meet him in australia back in the 80s we were um, doing a tour out there and he was staying in the same hotel he had a, a free night on on the on the night that we were doing our concert in was in Perth in the concert hall in Perth and he came along to our concert and, and Luke and myself met him the next day and uh, he was intrigued actually by my tin whistle playing he uh, he was saying what an amazing instrument such a simple instrument and you make wonderful wonderful music and uh, I of course accepted the compliment but later on Luke was with me on that occasion and uh, that evening we were playing at another venue and uh, Luke was introducing my fiddle solo and 
by by way of uh, and well he distorted he distorted the whole story as as it happened but he's relating the story to the audience <laughs> and he says ladies and gentlemen Stefan Grappelli was at our concert last night and we met him this morning and I said to Steph what do you think of our fiddle player and Stefan said oh he plays the tin whistle so well <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> uh, yeah a beautiful distortion of what actually happened a good bit of banter and crack you know there was always an element of that yeah indeed and you over... you must have met uh, you must have met lots of big stars over the years john um and we would have yeah uh, we were on on top of the pops oh, back in 67 uh i think the beach i think the beaches were on the same the same night we used to meet the hollies in a hotel in london there we used to stay in the same hotel and we had sessions with graham graham nash and, and the boys uh yeah it's gas isn't and, it and uh, like there, there's a serious like i mean the music is so different and yet i suppose musicians are musicians aren't they that's right. It's like a universal language, really. Different styles are like different accents in the language. That's the that's the way I look at it, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I've been doing a lot of um, collaborations with other musicians since I since the Dunmers wound up in 2012. And uh, I've just finished um, an, a CD of my own compositions. We called it Flirting Fiddles based on the notion that I've been flirting with different fiddle styles in my compositions over the years. So there's 16, this is a 16 track uh, CD with uh, collaborations with different musicians, uh, including a jazz piece I wrote, which I recorded with Richie Buckley and Drash and Derek, the jazz guitarist. Uh, there's a duet, a couple of duets with Colin McEnumra, a wonderful fiddle player. And there's a couple of or- orchestral arrangements on a couple of my waltzes that I, I recorded years ago and just kept in the can and, and with with the notion that I'd use them someday. But uh, they're, they're appearing now for the first time on this, uh, this CD. So it's uh, I'm still keeping busy, keeping the, the old brain from rusting up, you know. I tend not to get up too early in the mornings, as I was saying there, I get up to crack of noon and uh, it, it might be two o'clock in the morning when I go to bed again. But in between times in my wanderings around the house doing other things, I pick up the fiddle and play for an hour. You know, I usually leave the fiddle case open so that the temptation is there to pick it up in, at an instant, you know, at a, at a whim rather than having to unlock the case and the procedure of taking it out and so on, you know. All the tracks you heard today were from John Sheehan's debut solo album, Flirting Fiddles, which was released only a few days ago, and it's a lovely listen. My sincere thanks to John, and if you'd like to email us or send us a voice recording, you can do so via staysafestaysane at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at staysafeirl or on Instagram at staysafestaysane. My thanks, as always, to producer Pat Hannan. I could wind up with a, a little little poem called Signatures, and it's based on the notion that uh, we all leave our signature on the world in one way or another, and hopefully uh, leave it a better place than the world we entered. And uh, we all do it in different ways, like the architect, his signature would be a beautiful building and so on. 
And anyway, this is it. I think musicians leave their signature in a slightly different way. So signature. The plowman leaves his trace on field and furrow. The sculptor's mark is etched in chiseled stone. With sheaves of gold, the thatcher's name is written. In rings of clay, the potter's name is known. When day is done and evening firelight beckons, when tradesmen all are free from toil and care, I linger in the shadows with my fiddle and softly leave my signature in air. Lovely, John. Yeah, that's a nice little one. That's a nice way to end. We leave our signatures in the air. We will. John Sheehan, thanks very much indeed. Okay, Mark, nice talking to you again. If you have a story to tell and would like to share it with us, use the voice memo on your smartphone or use the microphone on WhatsApp to record it. Then send it to us. Our email address is staysafestaysane at gmail.com. That's staysafestaysane, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also connect with us via our Instagram and Facebook pages at staysafestaysane or on Twitter at Stay Safe IRL. Stay Safe, Stay Sane is a High Wire 21st Century Vox production. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane.